TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, I'm Pat Caputo along with Evan Jenkins, the webmaster. And it's time for Busting Balls. Hey, yeah, uh, a podcast. It's about drafts, prospects, and the future. And we're going to get into today just an interesting thing. Look, the teams have been bad lately. What's the benefit of being bad? Well, the benefit is you get good draft picks. Now, the Pistons and the Red Wings have had bad lottery luck. But if you look down here, Evan, there's a lot of players that have been taken in recent years. And when is it ultimately going to pay off? And uh, for the Lions, it's paid off already. That's the dynamic of football. Uh Penny Sewell was the seventh overall pick. Aiden Hutchinson was the uh, second overall pick in the draft. But Jeff Okuda and TJ Hawkinson are already gone. And uh, to give you an idea, Okuda was taken in the draft the same year as uh, Spencer Torkelson is just coming into his own for the Tigers. So, uh, you know, getting draft picks. Uh, is Cade Cunningham the real deal for the Pistons? A lot of controversy about that. How much difference would it be if they had gotten Wembyamba in, in, instead of getting the fifth pick? Um, Ivy hasn't started, and Killian Hayes, who was the seventh overall pick, and the, you know subjected to a lot of fan criticism, uh, is uh, playing ahead of him. And the Red Wings have uh, a lot of players, seven players uh, that were taken: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, within the top 10 picks of the draft, but they've never gotten a really top guy, never uh, lower than four. Uh, the only one that's not still with the organization, though, is Philip Zadina, uh, who was taken sixth overall. And they got high hopes, obviously, for Marit Sider and Lucas Raymond, particularly Sider for being a star. And the question is, how is this all playing out and who is going to end up being the big star among this? So I'm going to ask you, Evan, of all these players that were taken in the top 10 in the draft in recent years, Max Clark, Spencer Torkelson, Jackson Job, Riley Green, Casey Mize, Matt Manning from the Tigers, uh, Azur Thompson, uh, Jaden Ivey, Cade Cunningham, Killian Hayes from the Pistons, Hutchin Sewell from the Lions. The other two are no longer in the organization. Nate Danielson. I know you're an expert on Nate Danielson. Oh, big time. Yep. Uh, Marco Casper. Simon Edmondson. Hey, at least we got most of these guys before the draft uh, that they were going to be the picks. Lucas Raymond, Sider, and uh, Michael Rasmussen. You see any stars there? Which one is going to be the top dog? Any superstars? Well, so it's hard to associate superstar with a tackle, 
but I think Penny Sewell in his position group and in the NFL is a quote unquote superstar. I think after watching this year, Spencer Torkelson could be a superstar here in Detroit, maybe not necessarily in all of baseball, but for us Detroiters, he would be our superstar. And then my third pick, and I'm only going to narrow it down to three, and this is a very, very small sample size of 11 games, but that's Thompson with the Pistons. When I look at him, I see the intangibles that an NBA player needs, the athleticism, the hustle. He doesn't have a shot yet, but the intensity, all of that is there where I don't think Kate Cunningham has. And I don't think Jaden Ivey is going to blossom into the player that we thought he was. I think he's going to be more or less the player that we saw at Purdue. And that player may not and apparently hasn't translated to the NBA. Yeah, well, evidently uh, right now. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Monty Woods is not exactly thrilled with his defensive prowess. And surprisingly, Killian Hayes takes more heat than anybody Ashley is one of their better players. I was going to say, he's the least of their problems right now, Pat. Yeah, people get on him. I mean, honestly, I come on after the games. I do the uh, Pistons Weekly Show. Always complaints about Killian Hayes. And in actuality, he's been pretty good. Now, Cade Cunningham shooting 41% right now. You didn't mm-hmm. mention Cade. And no, I, did, I didn't. In your top you, three. Do you want to know why, though, Pat? Because um, you, you'll actually get a kick out of this. A guy we used to work with back in the day, his name was Lucky. And he taught me early on about a guy named Jerry Stackhouse. And the newspaper would say, Jerry Stackhouse scores 38, but Pistons lose. Right. And I kind of have a feeling that Kate Cunningham – is closer to that type of player that might put up big numbers on certain nights, but at the end of the day, they're empty stats because the team doesn't get the win. And his last, what, four games have been very less than spectacular. He's turning the ball over at at an alarming rate, and you just can't have that out of your star, what, how he's built, you know what I mean? 
Well, you know, uh, interesting. On Pistons Weekly yesterday, I had Mark Champion on, and he brought up a point. And the point was, he said, Cade Cunningham's getting double and triple teamed. Everybody's running at him. And uh, there's not a lot of flow in their offense. But the turnovers, you know, the raw stats aren't good. He's got to get his shooting percentage up, you know, above 41 or so percent. And he's got to hit three-pointers at a 35% level and cut down on his turnovers by Keka you know, at least a half or one a game. I mean, he, he turns the ball over too much. And is he a, a point uh, guard or forward or whatever you want to call him? Or is he somebody who should be off the ball more? And who would be the point guard? I think that's that's part of it with Cade. But yeah. uh, go ahead. No, you're right. No, I was just going to say the problem is if he plays off guard, like you just said, his shooting percentage isn't that high. So that's where he limits. And I think where he is his best is being able to take the ball to the rim. But it's then take, making those smart decisions. If you do get doubled, where are you throwing the ball to and you're not just throwing it blindly away? So, I mean, and and I don't know if you agree with this, Pat, but I think being drafted 1-1, you're going to have different expectations and different pressures put on you than being the seventh overall or fifth or whatever that might be. I agree with you about Sewell. All right. So, and Hutch. You know, I yeah. got to go with Hutch. Those two guys are are bedstones for the lines on offense and defensive line uh right now Sewell plays right tackle but eventually he'll be a left tackle and Hutch is an edge and those are the two most two in a in a other than quarterback the most important positions on a football team I think most people would agree with that so I got them uh you know can I do this if I'm doing three yeah I've got them as a tie for one uh, number two on my list, I'm going to go with Moritz Sider. I think uh, when he's 24, 25 years old, Moritz Sider is going to be a beast. Uh, you know, he's going to be a Norris Trophy type winning defenseman, and I think he may form a big three for the Red Wings with Larkin and Debrinket. That could bring the Red Wings to prominence. You know, Moritz Sider has more upside than any player uh, that way, and he's just scratching the surface right now. I have him at number two. My number three is uh, going to be an outlier. Uh, it's somebody who's not in the major leagues right now. And it's a base, baseball pitcher, Jackson Job. Spin right, Pat. Spin right. <laughs> Jackson Job. Now, this is going to sound crazy to you. I know. But Jackson Job, you know, I made a proclamation about Riley Green, and Riley Green's going to be good. He already is good, but I thought he was the best prospect the Tigers had, a position player prospect for many years, and it may turn out that way. They haven't had great posi- position players, you know, down through the years. But Torque, in some ways, has passed him. Uh, but Jackson Job's the best pitching prospect I've seen in the Tigers organization since Justin Verlander. And he may be a better uh, prospect in a certain way than Verlander was at the same age. Now, this is not a uh, – if you were to look and we were having this discussion uh, last year at the time, we wouldn't do it. Certainly in spring training when he was out with the lumbar injury, that sounded like, hey, is this guy ever going to pitch again? But, Evan, this dude, by the end of the year, uh, was absolutely dealing we're talking 97-mile-an-hour fastball, and he was not only throwing strikes, he only walked six in like 60 innings, 
but he was throwing the ball accurately along the, the border line, you know, wherever he wanted to throw it. Uh, he has that big sweeping slider. They'll call it a sweeper, I think, when he's in the major leagues. And he also throws a cutter now that uh, has, a, you know, a, a, an effect where it, it comes down the, the pitch path a little later and then cuts over. And most importantly, the dude's landing his changeup. I mean, he, he's got a really good changeup that he lands. And he's extraordinarily athletic, which means there's a repeatability of his motion. So if we're looking at all these players and you're saying, who's going to win like a postseason award? Like, you know, is Kate going to be the NBA player of the year? Uh, or, you know, Hutch may be defensive player of the year. I don't know. He, he would have a chance. Can I ask That's a question like about Hutch real quick, Pat? Are you concerned at all with his low sack total this no. year? Okay. First of all, I'll say this just in defense of Aiden Hutchinson, and I'm not trying to be a slappy. I think you know me well enough. Oh, yeah. If I were, if I were the Lions, I'd be raising holy hell about how much he gets held. Okay. Uh, it's embarrassing. It really is at times how much he is genuinely being held and they're not throwing the flag. That's the first thing. I'd be on that league office every week, bitch into the league. Because he gets held. Um, second of all, his pressures and all those things, his pro football focus rating, for example, is it, it seventh among edges in the NFL, right by Micah Parsons and all those guys. He's getting a lot of pressures. I do think the Lions made a strategic mistake by not uh, going and getting Chase Young, considering, and uh, that's in the column that I'm writing here. Uh, that uh, you might be reading this uh, or seeing this within that column. But uh, they made a strategic mistake by not getting him. Uh, San Francisco with Nick Bosa, who's you know an absolute beast, uh, it, it made all the difference in the world having Chase Young in for that first game. As impressive as the San Diego game was from the Lions' standpoint in a certain way, 49ers was way more impressive what they did at Jacksonville. Because Jacksonville is better than the Chargers. And that game was in Jacksonville, and it made all the difference in the world, Evan. All the yeah, they, they made Jacksonville look awful. Yeah, uh, Young had four pressures in that game. He, he, he met at the quarterback with Bosa, and they forced a fumble, had a half a sack. And you could just see where it put a lot more pressure on him to get a talent like that. And there's no other player on the Lions' defense as talented as Chase Young. There might be better players, but nobody as talented as him except for Hutch. So that was a mistake, I think, ultimately. It may prove to be, you know, down the road, you know, and it gets to whether uh, Brad Holmes is, uh, you know, obviously he can build a team that can contend. Can he put a team over the top? But uh, back to Job for a second. I just wanted to point this out. You know, who of these players, you know, uh, you might see Sider get a Norris trophy, all right, at, at a few points of his career. But I don't see that for Danielson, Casper, Edvinson. These guys are all pretty good. I'm not saying they're not. Uh, Raymond, uh, you know, Rasmussen. I don't see a postseason awards for, for Kate at this point. Uh, or Thompson or Ivy or Hayes. Uh, you know, maybe Torkelson if he hits like 50 bombs or something and goes off. You know, Riley Green's pretty good. But Jackson Job has, in my opinion, potential to be a uh, Cy Young Award winner. All right. And to be a true difference maker on their staff. He's got that three, you know, you've heard about his 3000 uh, RPM slider and that's there. Yeah. It was no myth. 
big sweeper, cutter, uh, the high-velocity fastball, landing change-ups. He's going to move quickly. So I will put him three on my list. I'll have Hutchin Sewell at number one. Uh, number two, I'll have Maritz Sider. And uh, number three, I'll put on my list Jackson Job. Are you all excited about Jackson Job now, uh, uh, Evan? Or are you like? I mean, I've I been excited him. since he was drafted. You know, I love the Tigers. I mean, they're next to Michigan State. That that's my squad. Is are the Tigers? So I can't wait for this young man to come up and see what he's able to do. I mean, is there a chance we see him this year? Yes. Okay. Uh, he's only made one start at Double A. But he pitched in Arizona and uh, continued to – he did very well in the Arizona Fall League, which is a double-A level. And uh, once he gets to double-A and he has a few outings, uh, they may push him a little bit. Uh, and, I, and, I, and the one thing I'll say about this, there's a lot of disappointment when they drafted him because they could have Marcello Meyer or Jordan Lawler, who's already made it to the major leagues, Lawler. Meyer hit a bump in double-A. It wasn't very good there. But he's still got a chance to be very good. And the Tigers don't have a shortstop in their pipeline. You're going to get Javi Baez, yeah. for better or worse, and probably worse there. And But they don't have a shortstop. You know, if he wasn't there, they don't have anybody they could really play there every day. They would have to go out and get one. So I know that I understand the angst. And taking a high school pitcher and all the different things, I think that's suppressed the hype for Jackson Joe. And but I, I and the Tigers, I guarantee you this, you know, they're not going to play it up or whatever, partly for that reason. Pitchers get hurt. Like last year, you know, he ended up with some kind of back issue that nobody knew about. But what wins right. in baseball actually is pitching. And this guy has potential to be a top five pitcher in baseball easily. And he has the potential to do so within the next year or two. It's not going to be a long wait at this point. Because when you throw 97 consistently, you can throw it right around the box, wherever you want. He throws the ball where he wants to. His command is outstanding on four pitches. Four pitches. The only glitch he has sometimes when he throws that sweeper, sometimes they can recognize it a little bit early. And if he hangs it a bit, it'll lead to a home run. But he's cut down on that quite a bit. So I'll go with him at number three. So anybody else here? I don't like Max Clark. I don't know what to make of that. He started out well in the in the rookie league, their third overall pick last year, and then he kind of stumbled. You know what Torque did? Riley Green's mm-hmm. got to stay healthy. You know he's played ninety nine and ninety four games his first two full seasons in the major leagues, and he has to hit with more power. Uh, Mize will come back and he'll do well. Yeah, he will contribute to them this year. Uh, Manning, uh, I would probably be thinking about trading Matt Manning. Mm-hmm. While the trade is good, I think he's a potential trade prospect. He doesn't throw overly hard. Uh, he's got a pretty good breaking ball, not a high spin rate. His big thing, Evan, is extension. You know what extension is? Well, why don't you tell me? I'll explain it to you. <laughs> I was like, yeah, what the hell, man? What are you asking me these damn questions? <laughs> You're supposed to answer them. No, uh, the, look, <laughs> his extension's in the 97 percentile, meaning that when he releases the ball, it's closer to home plate. Which ah, okay. Picks up a tick or two of velocity because he's tall and he extends. So okay. uh, that's his, uh, you know, forte. And there will be a team that will want him. 
But I don't know, something about him, I, I would possibly consider moving him at this point while the moving's good. Um, he didn't do too bad last year. Ozier Thompson, I, I think, uh, can he shoot? Will he ever be able to shoot? So this is a weird thing to say, but I feel like the easiest thing in basketball to learn is how to shoot the basketball. And I know that might be a weird thing to say, but just I feel like somebody that has the time to dedicate themselves like an NBA player does, I think the shot will come with due time. I really yeah, do. I do, but sometimes it doesn't. But it's certainly easy. No, you're right. I mean, look at Ben Wallace. Guy in a practice facility, he's going to shoot 85% from a free throw line. He gets out in NBA court and he's 55%. Andre Dunn is another example. But yeah. Thompson's not real tall like that. No, uh, I mean, he's still 6'8", but the dude, he's so athletic, man, and plays under control for the most part. Oh, he's – they say his brother's more athletic. I mean, which is crazy. Brother, Superman. <laughs> well, uh, you go look at Houston's team; they might be in a better position than the Pistons right now. Well, they got athletes. That's for yep. sure. Um, Ivy, we talked about him. I mean, it's about defense and and just being under control. Uh, and the NBA is definitely a step up from Purdue. Um, Cade. I don't know. Uh, two years from now, is Cade Cunningham going to be the centerpiece of the Pistons, or will he be somebody that's, a, you know, they're not going to be looking to uh, sign him long term? Yes. Well, or? the question is: is he closer? Like, could he end up being a Jabari Parker? You know what I mean? Yeah. That he he could be a solid player on on a great team that fills a role, but I don't know if he's a guy that can lead the entire team to a winning stake and i mean in troy weaver's future is i think personally based on how well he does uh killing hayes will be a 15-year piston just to piss the fans off uh, he, but he's an okay player he's fine he shoots the ball all right i know people are pissed from what game three of the year when he played 20 some odd minutes and didn't score and i'm like be mad at the coach that puts him out there not the player that's on the floor be mad at the coach well, he actually plays defense, and that's the Pistons' biggest problem. And he love and he, and he love takes him. care of the takes care of the ball pretty well. Monty Williams looked at him and said, "This guy's pretty good." But uh, yeah, Killian Hayes, um, Hudson Sewell, both of them have Pro Bowls in their future. Might even be this year. Yeah, uh, Sewell may be a first team All Pro. He was on the uh, first team All Pro uh, Pro Football uh, Focus uh, midseason team. Uh, not a stretch. Nobody gets near the quarterback with him. I mean, it's just amazing uh, what his numbers are. And the, he definitely passes the eyeball test. It's unbelievable. Uh, uh, Danielson, not off to the best start. And Casper's uh, just doing okay. You know, he's a young player playing at a high level. Edmondson should be in the NHL right now, quite frankly. Uh, Lucas Raymond has had a bounce back year to a degree. Scored some key goals. He gets to play with the Brinkett and uh, Larkin a lot. And on the power play, that's good. Uh, Sider is developing nicely. And uh, Rasmussen has become a very solid NHL player, and that's what he's going to be. And I think he'll be a long-term Red Wing because they like his size. I mean, when they played Ottawa, and he wasn't there last year, and they play him again coming up here uh, soon, uh, he uh, got the opportunity uh, to uh, get into a little bit of fisticuffs with uh, Brady Kachuk. So his size... Uh, means something, his presence, and he's a good player. So there we go, Evan. We've gone over all those players, uh, and we've given our opinion on it. So enjoyed it. Uh, like always, and look, man, download us. Please. 
at the Apple iTunes Store or Google Play Store or Odyssey.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. It's the King of the KC. For Evan, it's Pat Caputo98 for me. That's the best way to get not only these podcasts, Busting Balls, but also the columns that I write here uh, for uh, 971theTicket and Odyssey.com. And also uh, check out Facebook, uh, both the uh, account of the station and that of mine. I put it up there. I don't know if you put it up there or not, Evan. I haven't looked at your Facebook page for a while. I look at your Instagram once in a while. Lots of <laughs> you and your wife on vacation. It's really good. Yeah, we, we have a good time. I don't do much on Facebook anymore. That's just more a work thing than it is a, a posting thing. But I probably could be better with that. You know why? Because you're with it, buddy. Yeah, that's right. Bet. You know, bet. Bet. <laughs> we, we spared you the Harvard thing until the very end there, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, Evan, you got to admit, man, when I put that picture up of Harbaugh that says America's coach with that big smile, like he's a, you know, like some kind of hero or something, it elicited a a wide variety of responses. Oh, I'm sure you got everything from people saying, all right, uh, are you kidding me? (laughs) People people who know me, man, read the columns I wrote about. I mean, you should read the rounds I wrote about Harbaugh. They're pretty critical. But also for Michigan State, I was pretty critical of Michigan State too. Before Absolutely, you were rightfully so. Yeah, so you can't. You know, this is not a world in which you can be, especially Michigan's world, remotely, remotely using perspective or nuance or anything. You're either no. with them, bet, or you're against them. You know, and and, and uh, you know, uh, I call him Harbaugh at the Ark, like Joan of Arc. You know. Uh, he's burning at the stake. He's a martyr. I love that Michigan martyrism in the melodrama. Oh, my. Okay, one God. last thing. Do you know how many coaches in the history of NCAA football have been suspended twice throughout a year for two separate instances? Well, is there somebody else? I, I don't know. No, there isn't, Pat. It's just him. <laughs> and, their, and their team might win the national championship. It's wild, it's dude. Tainted. It's not tainted. Connor Stallions was a lone wolf. But That's right. What was he on your payroll? You had no idea what the guy was doing? Oh, it's nothing. It's nothing. <sighs> and we don't want to go into the Mozzie Smith thing. We don't want to go into – Pat, uh, we could do a, another two hours on this if we want. Yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll let it go. <laughs> we'll let it go. Let, it's, it's time for Frozen. We're letting it go. Evan has always enjoyed it. Uh, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 